0: Welcome to the Inherent Identity Podcast, a place where you can learn the secrets to living as the best version of you. It's not about changing. It's not about becoming. It's about remembering. It's about recovering what you've always had within you. But you just keep getting distracted and you just keep forgetting. Join me, your host, Tyson Bradley, as we discover the practical steps for easily and effortlessly creating a lifestyle that lasts. All right, everybody, this is Tyson Bradley, and I've got a friend here, whose name is Matt Bell. and we were just talking before even hopping on here about our ideals for this podcast, for this moment, and when I, I was telling him, I was saying, hey, like, I think that my ideal for this experience here is that we blow everybody's minds and we blow our own minds in the process that we just share things and connect and talk and have a conversation in such a way that learning occurs on all accounts. And so that's my goal. <laughs> I hope you know I think that would be an awesome goal to have for every episode. Hopefully all of your brains are like your minds are blowing. You're receiving new insights every time you listen to to an episode, but that I think can happen. And I don't know, I don't know about you, Matt, but, um, I remember, I remember hearing this idea. Um, it must've been someone was, someone was saying that, uh, they would go to church and it would just be boring. Um, and yet their dad would be like writing furiously, all these notes. And he he goes to his dad. He's like, dad's like, how how are you like so engaged isn't this boring he's like oh no like the speaker is pretty boring like they're pretty bland but i have so many other insights it's like i can take their topic and then i just i just make it my own and i just you know riff and take all that insight and just like ask questions and continue my learning there so maybe that could be the experience for all of you who are listening but hopefully what we say is riveting. <laughs> so I don't know well, that if that sounds really good to anything, me, but. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for having me uh, on your, your podcast and it's great to talk to you. Uh, but yeah, that yeah. sounds great to me. I mean, I think <laughs> that's really interesting about just like, yeah, I'm not really interested in what they're saying, but you know, something something's speaking to me. So you know, I'm going to think about that, but.
0: Yeah, so I will tell everybody that um, Matt, Matt and I, um, Matt, is, our mutual connection is his wife, and <laughs> and, uh, and we've been working together for, for over a year now, and uh, what I love about Matt, and for something that you all should know, is that he is a, a board-certified ear, nose, and throat doctor. I don't know the the. Technical I was wondering if you were going
1: to attempt to say otolaryngologist.
0: <laughs> Just let me say that. That.
1: that. that is what
0: okay. you are. Uh, or at least that is the practice that you have a profession that you've been. I mean, how long have you been doing it?
1: Uh I've been done with residency for 15 years now.
0: 15? Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah,
1: you know, you said that's what you do, but that's something that we've changed, right?
0: <laughs> right, I mean, right that's one of the things and, that you help me with the,
1: just think, just the identity like of going from like you know i'm an ear nose and throat doctor and then i've got this other side business that i might be working on to like no like this is the main thing i do is this 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 business that you're helping me with so yeah. like that that shift in identity has been really one of the key insights that you've helped me with um and it's it's amazing when you just make that shift in your identity, like, you know, no, this is one of the main things that I do. It totally changes your your attitude towards it. And then, you know, one of the things that we worked on is like just just being, you know, our our friends was like gung ho about it. Um, yeah. It means you know, for me, that means like just telling everybody about it. You know, you, you know, whether I'm professionally in the office telling people about it or you know, I'm at, you know, dinner somewhere and I run into someone I know, and they're like, oh, you know, how's it going? Or like, if they say, like, what do you do for work? You know, this is one of the things that I tell them. Like, I, I don't like just yeah. kind of uh, skim over it and, or forget about it and just say that I'm just an ENT, but I'm so much more than that. Right.
0: <laughs> well, we better, well, we better not keep our, keep the listeners in the dark. So if you could tell them it's like um, about kind of this experience that, You had and kind of where like what you're passionate about what you're creating um i think that would be an awesome because this is like kind of the big story for you is this shift in identity as being someone who is just always this professional and now into this new project and so tell them kind of how this occurred and and kind of what you're now focusing on
1: yeah i mean it kind of mixes my personal story with my professional life because you know what I want to help people with is allergies and for years and years and years I suffered from allergies I mean I remember you know going back when I was a kid like probably you know it was before third grade right because that's when I moved and so it was you know I was probably like eight or ten years old the first time I remember like having allergies or being someone who has allergies and for you know, from then until like now, you know, I just thought of myself as someone who has allergies and it kind of got worse and worse. And I was using more and more medication to try to control the symptoms. So, uh, you know, I was taking Zyrtec every day and taking Clonaz every day and just still like having symptoms, like not feeling great. Um, But what really kind of kicked it for me was thinking about just being on these medications all the time and whether that's really the best thing for me and then kind of thinking at the same time plus like you know not only do i not really want to be on these medications they're not doing it for me like i just need yeah. something else and so that's what led me to really think about like you know what let me investigate something else like an alternative to this and and so that's what i found that worked for me is, is a way to kind of work on what's coming into my body whether it's the air i breathe or the food i eat um, uh, and then also using some supplements that, that are focused on rebalancing the immune system. And then, you know, one of the critical parts was, was using mindset to just change the way I think about it. Um, and so then what I've done is, is, you know, I had such good success for myself and I'm seeing all these patients in the office with allergies. I think, well, there's no reason I should keep this to myself. I
0: mean, mm-hmm. there's,
1: I should really share this with people, and that's that's what I've you know started this business around is trying to share that with other people.
0: Yeah, I remember hearing once uh, I think it comes from Jay Abraham or something, and Russell Brunson has quoted this guy too. Is, um, you know, if you have something that you know can change people and help them, it's like you're under a moral obligation to do so (laughs) because. (laughs) You know, it's like, man, if you have this thing and it could truly benefit someone's life, like, why would you not share it? And, you know, I remember as, as we worked together that, you know, everything that you did was, it, it treated this allergy fix uh, solution as a side business. It was just something that you did on the side. And then through a number of our conversations, you know, recognizing that there was more to this relationship with this business than just it being a side thing. And I think it's interesting to think of it like a relationship. Cause it's like, if you can imagine, you know, telling someone art really, it's just a side thing. Like, it's almost like, I don't really care about you. but I do want to spend some time with you (laughs) so I don't know it's like when when did things change for you in terms of just like oh like I really want to be someone different here
1: I mean I think a big part of it was um when we we kind of discussed you know what is the motivation for this you know you know the motivation Mm -hmm. for me is not to like you know make some more money on the side business right the the motivation really is like we said to share this with other people and it comes down to um just having a motivation of service to other people and i think that's that's why i enjoy being in your nose and throat because you know even when i'm doing something that's kind of mundane or like you know i was thinking the other day about you know doing a tonsillectomy i've done like mean thousands literally thousands of tonsillectomies i'm like the thousand and first tonsillectomy it's not like that's super fun or challenging or anything like that no i do it because like for that patient that tonsillectomy is life-changing right for that that kid or that adult or that family it means everything to them and that's the most important surgery for them right and it's that kind of feeling of service that that keeps me motivated to like, you know, do a ton selecting if that's what someone needs. But that same feeling of service to share this information with other people who have allergies who are, you know, in my situation where they don't want to be taking medications for it, or they want an actual like permanent solution to it instead of just, you know, taking medication every day. That's what I want to be able to share with people. And so once I kind of realize that like hey that's really what you're going for here that's your motivation here then that totally allowed me to kind of make that shift and and say gosh this is something that not just like might be fun to share with other people or might be fun to do but like I really need to do it like that is Mm -hmm. that's like a mission for me to fulfill
0: yeah you know um when you first like when did you first discover that there was an alternative way to handle your allergies like,
1: i mean the you know I, I think i told you i've been kind of thinking about it for a while like you know hey gosh man i'm, I'm taking these medications like what else could i take that was like a, my mindset at that point was just like well medication's the answer for this right so like what what other medication can i take and i'm just because what I was taking, like, wasn't working that great. And then I was just, yeah, um, thinking about that. And then actually one of the biggest things that kind of shifted it for me was reading a, a article in the New York, excuse me, New York times about how taking medications like antihistamines can um, not be good for you. Like one of the things it can do is increase risk of dementia, you know, and and it, yeah. it's one, one thing if you're like, oh, you know, every spring for about a week, I need to take some Zyrtec. Fine, you take Zyrtec for a week, that's not a big deal. For, but if you're like me, where every day for like 20 years or more, you're taking Zyrtec, maybe that's doing something to you. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's what really made me think like, hey, you gotta put some effort into, you know, looking for something else. And that's what I did. So I just, you know, was looking for alternative treatments. And um, that's when I was, that's when I found the supplements but also looking at, you know, what else can I do to clean up my own environment to make my body less reactive. That's the whole idea is to just change that shift or change that balance from, you know being always in allergy mode to just being in proper balance. That's why, you know, one of the things that we've talked about is just kind of clarifying that. It was like, what is the goal you know, of of allergy fix, the allergy fix is a balanced body. That's, that's the ultimate goal. And that can mean, you know, not just even with allergies, but just feeling good in your body, feeling like your body is working with you, not against you. And your body is there to help you do all the things that you want to do.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. And, you know, it's interesting because within the last week, even, my sister, she, I don't know uh, what news article or what she had heard, but she, she um, said that Zyrtec or, or other medication, like these allergy medications that they like were negatively impacting like her, her mood and her, and just like, just even her, her daily experience and, and she was telling me she's like, I was ticked, <laughs> you know. <laughs> just, she was so she was so mad just because it's like, you know, every medication commercial, right, yeah. is filled with happy people doing happy things because that's how you sell things is you tie a thing to happiness and you show it. And so, yes they have on double speed at the very end of a commercial, this could cause, and may include death. You know, just right, like, right. they do all that to cover their bases. But man, when you, when you start to realize that, oh, what if some of the cause of your even mental challenges is caused by a chemical imbalance or something from your allergy medication? And I was just like, oh, that's crazy, you know? Yeah, then, right. That some of these things could influence you in that way.
1: Well, and, so yeah, you know, there's that, but, you know, just having allergies themselves, like having inflammation in your body can cause a change in your thought process. I mean, it can change your overall energy. It can change, yeah. like some people will even report kind of feeling kind of foggy uh, in their thought process just from allergies. But then if you add on top of that a medication that, can make you drowsy and can, yeah. you know, make you feel that way, it's <laughs> it's not a great way to live.
0: Yeah. Now I'll be honest with you, everybody, like um, Matt worked with me personally on my own allergies. It's like, I went through his whole process and it included just a deep dive analysis of like even my blood. And urine and my hair and it's just like all these different things to uncover what is actually going on in this body of mine. And it was so fascinating to just get a sense of what am I allergic to, what does my body react to, and and to be able to address all like all the elements that. Uh, I don't know, go into inflammation? Because I feel like that is one of the big pillars of your body's health is being able to reduce inflammation. Is that right, Matt?
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, there's so many things that are tied to inflammation and you know, yeah. allergies is one of them. Uh, and so it's great to be able to feel better from your allergies because you have less inflammation in your body. But when you have constant inflammation going on, it affects all sorts of things. I mean, one one of, one of big thing is gut health, which is it's kind of like your gut health causes inflammation and then the inflammation can cause worse gut health. <laughs> so it's one of those things mm-hmm. that kind of reinforces itself. But, you know, any, everything from your digestion to like overall how you feel like mentally and energy wise. But even, um, you know, heart disease and strokes and, um, that, that stuff is linked to inflammation. I mean, that's what is the underlying trigger for that. And even things like cancer, like can mm. e- either made worse or even be triggered by inflammation. So this is, you know, one of my, uh, emails I sent out to, to my people a couple of weeks ago was saying like, Hey, you know, what does it mean to have good health? You know, are you, are you shooting for like, you know, I don't die in my sleep tomorrow or, You know, do I not have a terminal cancer diagnosis tomorrow? Yeah, that's sure. If that's your minimum goal, then great. But yeah, like, you know, feeling good in your body and just, you know, feeling like you have energy and have the, um, you know, what you need to to do what you want to do in life. You know, by the way, yes, you'll reduce your risk of dying suddenly and getting cancer. But um, at the same time, you're going to feel much better along the way.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think what was fascinating for me is, yes, understanding my body was neat because I had never really studied it or got it analyzed, but what was more powerful was just really questioning things like sleep, things like diet, things like my mindset around allergies or, or just the general health of your body and how that can impact allergies. So, you know, a a good example of this is, is, uh, you know, I'm allergic to dogs and to cats and horses and I don't know, pet dander of all sorts of kinds. Like I haven't really labeled it at all, but (laughs) and And even like going outside to mow my lawn, like that can trigger things for me. And I feel like some of the biggest shifts that I've had have been really on the mindset level in that if I'm outside and I sneeze, right? What used to happen is is kind of this onslaught of thoughts about, oh no, I was like, allergy, here we go. Here's all the allergies. It's going to be a bad day. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> right. because one sneeze,
1: I can tell you, like, one
0: sneeze, it's going to be all once. One sneeze can change the life, you know, and, or even going into my, my older sister's house and she has dogs and, and sneezing. And, and then it's like, it is this mindset thing where, all of a sudden I am hyper sensitive and hyper attentive to all of my physical experience versus just being in the moment. And what if I didn't have these thoughts? Like, what if I, what if I didn't assign any meaning to the space or to the itchy eye or to anything? And I could just be in this moment. And I'll tell you guys, like, as weird as that is, is that I'm able to show up to the experience of my life with less allergies because my mind isn't on them. And that's what's weird. And I don't know if you can further explain what happens, but, <laughs> and what your personal experience was in terms of, you know, some of the changes in the mindset with it all. But I found that that to be, you know, pretty powerful.
1: I thought it was really powerful too for myself because, you know, the, the same thing, like, you know, if I went to someone's house, when they had and I had a cat, you know, and it because you know, if you look at my testing, I'm like, I'm allergic to cats and like all my life, you know, every time I went somewhere with a cat, it was a bad, bad experience. And so just changing my mindset to think, you know, as soon as I get one little sniffle, you know, I got a little runny nose or I got you know, one sneeze, just like you're saying, that means it's all downhill. It's the cat, like, you know, it's it's just gonna be awful. I gotta get out of this place, you know, then you just feel like the, you know, the walls are closing in on you, right? It's like, um, but just having a different mindset, like, hey, you know what? I noticed at my house, once in a while I sneeze too. Like, and I don't have a cat there, right? So yeah. just knowing like, yeah, you can have a sneeze or you can have a runny nose. And it does not mean, that because I don't think in my house, uh, you know, once I sneeze, like, oh my God, this is gonna be a terrible day. You know, there's allergens all around yeah. me. Like, you know, my allergies are gonna go crazy. It's so that part is just mindset and some people have a hard time, you know, getting their mind around that, just really accepting that, you know, but, you know, some things I like to point out is, is, you know, how powerful your mind can be. Like, you know, one of the things I talk to people about is the placebo effect. Like people have heard of the placebo effect, right? And, you know, like they they do these studies where they give half the people placebo and they still get a positive effect. I mean, you see this in allergy medication studies. You know, the people with the allergy medication, they get such and such effect. The people that t- took placebo, like somebody like, you know, they'll get 50% better or something like that. I mean, it's amazing. And you know what that's yeah. from? It's not from the sugar pill. It's from their mind. Yeah. So the thing about it is like, if you just consciously use your mind, you can have those same effects. Like you don't have to take a sugar pill to, to have that effect. So that's, you know, when people are skeptical that, Oh, like, that's just, you know, that's just baloney or something like that. It's not baloney. There's like a gazillion studies that use placebos that prove that you can use your mind. You know, your mind can have a physical effect on your body. Yeah. Sometimes I'll also say like, you know how it is when like, what if you if you if so, someone told you you had just been in a house where the person had bed bugs, and you just like you know you, like when it's like that you just start itching like you're like oh my god like I just like my whole body starts to feel like it's itching right and like you know but y- y- even if you don't have bed bugs you know you just just get itchy right because yeah. your mind is having a physical effect on your body it happens it happens all the time. And like and, and you know and it's amazing how people like say, oh, like your mind can't have an effect on your body like that. Well of course it can. it happens all the time. everybody yeah. knows it does. Like it's amazing yeah. that people argue it doesn't
0: I love, well um, and maybe you can confirm this but do most like pharmaceutical studies isn't it almost like a requirement that they have a placebo? as the control or, or just like, as a comparison of, okay, is this, is this actually helpful or is this just mental? <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, almost all of them do like, by the time you get to be, you know, a, a medication that's going for FDA approval, like there have to be some placebo studies. Like, I I don't know. Right. I guess I'm not enough of an expert on, you know, pharmaceutical studies to know for sure that there's yeah. no way to do it. But, you know, occasionally you know, medications will just have to show that they're at least as good as some other medication that's already approved. Um, But most of them will have a placebo study.
0: Yeah. And the fact that, you know, for the most part, like these placebo studies and them taking a, you know, a fake pill, which isn't the real one, but it's still having an impact because, you know, what people do is that they take a pill and then what goes on is that they believe that this new medication is going to cure them that it's going to help them and tricks you know i guess you could say tricks their body into believing that you know yeah and to actually healing itself so i remember um, you mentioning how you you have like a breathing exercise that that you've created for people who just like want that instant allergy relief because what i can see happening is even in my own experience where if i get into the mindset i guess of allergies it's like oh my goodness it's experiencing it that literally what's happening in that experience too is that the inflammation is happening where it's like there is a swelling of nose and throat and a of a very physical reaction to those thoughts, Mm -hmm. um, and that a way to combat that, or at least to get back to a place of, um, I guess control and less, less inflammation, less swelling Mm -hmm. that, you know, even a breathing exercise could help with that. So I don't know if you have talked to that or, or whether you've seen power in that, but
1: yeah. I mean, it really does both things that you're saying. That's, that's the key to it is, yeah. you know, what you want really is to like, Oh, I really wish I could breathe better through my nose right now. So like, right. Yeah, when you do this exercise, it helps to open up your breathing passages and it's the same thing like that, that your mind can actually do that. And also just the actual act of breathing, like as you're breathing through your nose, your body's realizing, Hey, I need to breathe. You know, if my breathing's restricted through my nose, your body knows you, you ought to realize this. I better open up the nasal passage because i got to breathe through my nose right so mm-hmm. it does that you know from a physical standpoint you know to open up the the nasal passage but it is also from a mental standpoint you know it, and it really is breaking you out of that cycle you know it's breaking you out of the i just had a sniffly nose it must be the cat i'm gonna have a full-blown allergy attack you know like yeah i'm you know like heading down the drain of misery right it breaks you out of that if you're just like you focus on your breath, you think you, you focus on how how much you want your body to be in balance and settled down, then that signal to your mind, to your brain is able to send a signal to the rest of your body to to settle down.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I kind of think about this know this relationship that we have with our bodies and just this shift of, you know, we've talked about this, the shift of being an allergy acceptor, because that's kind of where the majority of people are living is this idea that I'm just going to accept allergies as a way of life. And that we even identify Like that's what we do. We just identify because we have this past evidence of whenever I interact with a dog, I sneeze. Okay, so it's like we have this very factual just experience of life, and then from a repeated number of these experiences, we now identify as someone's like I am allergic to dogs. Mm -hmm. I cannot even change that. And what's fascinating is that yes, we can even get like tested in our blood and that blood will tell us that you are allergic to those things. And, and what I find maybe fascinating, or maybe it's like, I don't know. Cause I think the ideal for me, the ideal would be not to be allergic to dogs. You know, it's like the, yeah. the ideal would be not to have this allergic and inflammatory response to to dust, to dogs, to horses and all these things. And so I guess in, in my mind, when I think about it in terms of identity, what what have you seen as um, the way in which everything that you're doing like relates to like identity and and what people are trying to do and how it can help them?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really, it really does have a lot to do with that. I don't know if you noticed earlier, but when I was uh, giving myself an example, I think I, I, I wanted to say like I'm allergic to cats or something like that. But like, I really am hesitant to even say that for myself because, uh, like, yeah. right now, like, I don't identify myself as someone really with allergies anymore. I feel like that's that used to be me, now it's mm. not me. And it, you know, it's almost like I feel. Like if I do say that, like I'm allergic to cats, like, well, then I'm taking a step back because like, I'm not allergic to cats anymore. And I don't know, like, you know, I have not done the testing. Like it it might be interesting to get the testing to, you know, see, do I still react to the cat banner? But um, for me, it's almost like it's not important, right? Because the way I go through life is, you know, assuming that I'm not allergic to cats. So like, when I go into someone's house without a cat, like, I don't want to be Someone who's allergic to cats. I want to be someone who's who, who used to be allergic to cats, right? I want to be someone who has a balanced body and I, I don't worry about how my environment is going to respond. And ultimately, what it comes down to, I, you know, what, this is what I try to accomplish with allergy fix is to get to a point where, you know, your body is in balance so that even if you're exposed to something like cats in my situation, my body doesn't freak out right yeah instead of being in freak out mode all the time where as soon as i see a cat practically like i start to you know feel like i'm allergic um you know i get to a point where you know i see a cat and i know my body's imbalanced and like you know honestly maybe i do even respond maybe a body does respond a little bit but it's not yeah. in a freak out mode right it's just it's just mild right so that's that's the place that that it's useful to get to, where you just no longer identify as someone who's allergic to some, a certain thing. And this this thing, like, you know, when I had allergy testing before, I know I was like very allergic to ragweed. You know, they do the, the how many pluses? It's like four pluses the most you can be. I was four yeah. plus to ragweed for sure, which is the late summer. Like right now, especially in Wisconsin where I live, it's totally ragweed, you know, it's all in the air right now. Yeah. And for me, you know that means like if I would go out for a walk in the middle of a field that's got tons of ragweed in it, you know I would come back and be like just you know the picture of allergies, right? Running yeah up with puppy eyes, like red eyes, sneezing. Uh, but but now you know one of the things that that uh, Katrina and I enjoy doing is is taking our dog for a walk in this field that's, they intentionally planted it with you know wildflowers that are native to this area. It's got tons of this stuff in there i'm sure there's tons of ride we you know all through yeah. that, uh field and we go out there and we walk for like an hour and come back i feel fine it's yeah. just that different because like i just you know i feel like my body is just not in freakout mode it's just in a, in a good balance
0: it's so fascinating because part of me wants to relate this maybe to anxiety because people will have anxiety attacks mm-hmm. and where it's almost like they get into this rabbit hole of negative thinking. You're just like, Oh my goodness. And they respond to their breathing. You're just like, I can't breathe. Oh my goodness. And, and then it's just like, it just compounds upon itself. And, and it's the same, I think in terms of, we, we could take these very matter of factual type of things that we've just always grown up with. And I think that's, what's really powerful here is that when we're kids and all of a sudden we have an allergic experience, our parents will communicate to us. It's like, Oh, you're allergic to this. You are like identity. Right. Right. And, and then, so now I grow up, like I grew up it's like i am allergic and it's my mom's fault because she was allergic. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know you're right it's like you know we have these parents and they they and they give us this genetic you know dna or whatever and so now that's in my blood and 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 we can describe it like that and that's what's really fascinating is that even this very factual and even scientific thing there are people and experiences and stories I've heard of people who have cancer and then they change their mindset and then they don't have cancer. Like that they're, that they do something more on a spiritual and mental level without the medications and without even chemotherapy or whatever. It's just like, and they're able to change their very cells. And so that to me, just like, Okay, if that's possible for other people, then why not possible for this very factual thing of just like, I have allergies, or it's like, or not even saying I have allergies. It's just being able to say, I feel like what for me, what ends up happening is, oh, I sneezed. That's interesting. (laughs) It's just like, there's there's no attachment. That's the end of the story. Yeah, that's
1: it. Right. And honestly, the, the idea of anxiety is a really good example of this. Right. Yeah. People are familiar with, with anxiety or a panic attack. And you know, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is the mind having a physical effect on the body. Right. Yeah. People that have any anxiety or having a panic attack, they will get a racing heartbeat, right. They'll feel short of breath. They'll even get like, you know, tingling in their fingertips. I mean yeah. this this is the mind having a physical effect on the body right yeah. and what you can do with training and with work is you can get yourself out of that right you can people can calm themselves down they can learn to you know get themselves out of a panic attack and part of the way that they do that is they go to the physical effects and work backwards right so they slow down their breathing yeah. you know they calm themselves down and then you know, or they they do yep. some sort of like meditation where they're breathing, you know, slowly through their nose and that can help to calm them down. It's like the the two, like the physical effects and the, the mind, what's going on in the mind are totally playing off of each other all the time. And again, this is where when people say, oh, like, you know, yes, you can control your breathing. Yeah, but you know, you can't control other parts of your body. It Totally, <laughs> it's not true. It happens all the time. And, People yeah. will we just don't even think about it that way, but it's totally what's happening. Yeah.
0: You know, and just like um just like any sport or just like managing anxiety, it requires skills too. You know, yeah. it's not just a mindset, but that there are habits and things in which you can do to be able to create uh you know, a a balanced body, you know, in, in that terms, or to like in the sports world, to be able to hit the ball better or shoot the ball better, or, you know, whatever it is that you're working on, that there are skills that you can learn to be able to create the healthy life and body that you desire. And I think that that's kind of what you've done with, with allergy fix. And I think it would be neat to hear, you know, what is, what would be your definition of what a balanced body is. And if someone wanted to, like, achieve that goal, then what I don't know either. What would they need to do, or like, how could they interact with you to be able to achieve that?
1: Yeah, I mean, what I think of a balanced body, I I really think of uh, kind of what I described before. Is your body is working with you to mm-hmm. do all the things that you wanted to do. And, yeah. you know, in terms of inflammation, that means not being in that, what you know, what I call freak out mode, where you're at a baseline level of inflammation and you're, you're kind of balanced between allergy mode and like, and other type of inflammation is balanced. Um, but really like from a practical perspective of someone who, who's just trying to understand their body, it's just like having your body be working with you to do all the things that you want it to do. So uh, what that means, like, as far as, like, getting there, you know, it is uh, a couple of things that we talked about before. Uh, One is paying attention to what's coming into your body, you know, including the air you're breathing, the water you're drinking, the, you know, food that's coming into it. So that's a big part of it. You know, part of that is aimed at getting your gut, you know, in good health and good balance also. Yeah. Because that's a real big really big contributed to inflammation overall and also it contributes to that imbalance of your immune system. Um, and then um, we talked about the importance of sleep uh, because proper sleep and enough sleep can really help to reset your immune system and making sure and make sure that that's, you know, functioning ideally. It's It's really kind of amazing how big of an impact that can have on your you know overall immune function, yeah. And then um, the last part is the the mindset that we talked about. So all those things contribute. They all play a different role in getting into that to that balanced body. That's,
0: That's the awesome.
1: other thing that that you know we didn't really focus on sleep that much, but um, but sleep can have a huge impact on. This is a, another one of those things where people say, oh, yeah. I, I don't need as much sleep, or you know something like that, but. It's another area where we all know, and we've all seen when you know having lack of sleep can really impair your immune system. Like we know like when we've been like cramming for a test or totally stressed out at the end of a school semester and and staying up all late to study for tests and stuff like that, as soon as people you know get past that, it's so common for people to get sick at that point. They get this mm-hmm. break and they're I you know where they're not under that same stress and they get sick. Same thing happens when people are under stress at work. You know, they, if they're stressed, 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 stressed then they, their immune system gets worn out and they will get sick. Or, um, mm. you know, when people get, people have like a uh, long plane flight or something like that, and they stay up and stay up and stay up and, you know, don't get very much sleep that night, then a lot of times they'll end up getting sick on the other end of that. So these are things where like we we all have had those experiences to heard of someone where that's happened to them. And yeah. you know, we never think, oh, it's because of sleep. You know, but but it's pretty common for, for us to realize that when you're run down and and not getting enough sleep, your immune system's gonna suffer.
0: Yeah. And this
1: is the kind of thing where like those are you know discrete examples of it. But if it's a chronic thing, like if you constantly are not getting enough sleep. Then it's going to have a long term effect on your immune system. And that can really, you know, definitely play into the allergy balance.
0: Yeah. You know, I love what you said when you're talking about how the balanced body is about you being able to work with your body. Because the thing about like the literal experience of what happens within the body with allergies is that your body is attacking itself. (laughs) Right right Mm -hmm. and and i and i couldn't help but just also think about how when it comes to inherent identity it's i i just want to imagine that you know what if what if your body actually has it's like this built-in it does have this built-in healing like the it is abnormal to be sick the the normal experience of life in this physical body is a life of a whole and healed body. When you get cut, you heal. It right. is abnormal to be all cut up and to have, you know, even this inner workings that are, aren't meshing. And so when our body's attacking itself and, and in terms of our, uh, our mindset, attacking ourselves and beating ourselves up, this is like all this stuff that when we fight against who we really are, then we lose, which makes mm-hmm. perfect sense because in the civil war, it's like, no matter what, you're losing. Yeah. Because yeah, your own like, people are dying.
1: Mm-hmm. it's almost like you just have to get out of the way and let the body do the work itself, right? Right. You, make, you know, when, when all the things I was talking about to, to get you there, it's really just giving the body ideal conditions to take care of itself.
0: Right you know? And so, and, but the, that's the challenge. Everybody knows that they need to do these things So they need to eat better. Right. They need to sleep better. They need to like, right. you know, maybe breathe better air and, and, and do these things, but they struggle. And so this is like my plea to all of you. One having experienced working with Matt is like, if you experience allergies and you struggle with, Creating a balanced body and want to have your body work with you versus having it fight against itself and destroy you, leaving you with less energy, leaving you with less ability to like even like brain fog, like all those things that impact your life on a daily basis, a daily basis, then it's like okay, then let's talk to Matt. <laughs> so, so if uh if people are interested and they want to take this journey they want to have a balanced body they want to like cure what they thought was incurable in terms of their allergies Mm -hmm. where would you send them
1: well it's called allergy fix and so the website is allergyfixmd.com so they can just go right there and get more information about it
0: that's it that's all you guys have to do allergyfixmd.com keep it simple go there and you can, I think there's like, isn't there like a free checklist of things that you can start? It's like something that's there that you can like immediately start to get some insight as to like yep. things that you can change.
1: Yep, okay. yep. So yeah, all you need to do is, is put your email in and you can get that free guide to start with and you can find out more about the program.
0: Awesome. Yes, yeah, so I am like you guys whether you think I'm selling you, I am because I just am shamelessly, <laughs> I am putting a shameless plug in for Matt, just because, um, I personally also don't really identify as, as someone having allergies. It's almost like I refuse that idea as a concept. It's just like, what if I just let go of this, this thing that I've labeled myself and now start living a new life where I have so much more energy and so much more um, such a better relationship with my body where I have so much more like energy, clarity, all the things that I desired. And I think that was a large part of the work that we did together. So if that's what you want, then, then there are people there to help. And Matt's one of them. So that's my shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks Tyson. Awesome. It was good having you, Matt. And, uh, we will talk to you all later. Thank you so much. Hey, do you want to create your best life? Do you want to live into it? If that's you, I want you to come and check out InherentIdentity.com. This is the place where you get to learn the easy and effortless way to living into your dreams. So once again, come check out InherentIdentity.com. We'll see you there.